there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. <laughs> this is Universal's extraordinary motion picture version of Peter Benchley's best-selling novel, Jaws. I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew there was a shark out there. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, an eating machine. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. Bad fish. But I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark, swallow you whole. You're going to need a bigger boat. That's a 20-footer. 25. Three tons of them. He's coming straight for us. Don't screw it up now. Don't wait for me. Now! Shoot! Watch the tail! Give him room! They can't! He's trying to run! Oh! Come quick! I can't hold it! None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfuss, Jaws. See it before you go swimming. She'll watch the last 12 minutes of the Terminator, then catch another. Hi everyone, welcome to a special Father's Day edition of Movies My Mom Likes. I'm here with my dad, Steve. Say hi. Hello. Yay. Okay, so we are going to be talking about the 1975 movie Jaws. 
Which um, her mother does like. Yes, which, yes, which she likes, but also my father likes a lot as well. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is first impressions. So you saw this movie as a kid. Yep. Okay. <laughs> ten, year, ten years old. Ten years old. I think it was the week it came out. So okay. it was probably before 4th of July, somewhere between the time it was released and 4th of July. Okay. Yeah. Saw it at the Ellisburg Circle Movie Theater in okay. Cherry Hill. Nice. With my best friend, Vince Fandozzi. So if he's listening to this podcast, <laughs> he's a multimillionaire. Shout, Shout out. out to Shout Fandozzi. out to Vince. He used to suck on his shirt when he was a kid. <laughs> Now he's a he was a corporate executive with Citibank. He, oh wow! You know, so sucking on your shirt got Vinny. a long way. Okay, so you saw the movie. Was were you scared out of your uh, mind? Yeah. I okay. Mean, well, first of all, seeing the movie was back then. It was 1975. My dad dropped me and Vinny off like an hour before at the movie theater. And okay, said, you just like putzed yeah, around for ten, no. We waited in line. Uh huh. It was light out when we were there. Right. It was, you know, an eight o'clock showing, I think. Mm-hmm. It was dark when it got done. Right. He's like, I'll pick you up here about 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay. You know, it was the 70s, and the, we just had whatever it cost, maybe a buck 50 to get in then. I don't know. Okay. But waited in line. We sat, like, in the front two rows because we were, like, at the, hard, you know, at the end of the a line. A lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. It, was cr- it was, you know, sold out. We had, like, okay. seats in the front, you know, close to the front. Okay. And, yeah, there was the scary scene when the... Guy's head came out of the came boat, the that, thing, you know, and, that did, and everyone everybody. screamed. Yeah, okay. we were right there. Well, the I forgot. I forgot about that originally, yeah. and I didn't. I didn't remember that. Yeah, because none of that was in the book. You know? Right. It was kind of strange. I mean, that whole summer leading up to that, I remember reading the book. I took it out of the countryside school book library. It was in paperback. That, nice. That year, I think, because it was probably a you know hardback bestseller years before. It's a but, short book, right? Yeah. And I read it in like three days. Okay. Um, and yeah, when we went to see the movie, it mm-hmm. was on the you know the whole movie. It was the most anticipated movie that summer. There were Time magazine articles about it, and mm-hmm. you know how they made the movie. There was you know and after we saw the movie, there was I bought books on the making of Jaws. Okay. Bought this the soundtrack album of Jaws. What's the soundtrack it, album? Exactly what it sounds like. Just and, just and, the and score. Just, just the score. Well I was gonna every, say there's no other music a, in had it. Had a title like you know I don't know. The, I, I think they called it the fish. Like the the first song was called The Fish, I guess when they Oh okay, the, yeah 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 introduced yeah, yeah, yeah. the shark. And then out to sea when the boats, you know, okay. that whole thing, you know, okay. and when the barrels, like three barrels was the name of one of the things <laughs> oh or something. Oh my gosh, okay. So, you know, me and your Uncle Mike and Ricky, we'd listen to that and throw pillows out on the floor <laughs> and pretend we were on boats and jumping from things. Yeah, we okay. were kids. Okay, yeah, know? of course. Stupid kids. But yeah, it was, it was great. The and, movie was great. Yeah, know? and it's held up, I would say. Oh yeah. I saw it, it when I was a, a kid and it was one of the movies that we had on our first trip to Florida, we yep. had your laptop bungee corded to a crate, and we watched. That was one of the movies that we watched, and I remember it was so scary. Yeah, because I don't think you, yeah, you're probably the only one that could remember that. Yeah, I was. Yeah, Davis was a year old. Yeah, exactly. So it was one of those things, and uh, yeah, it was really scary. And Put I the remember kids to sleep on a long, <laughs> yeah, long Jaws. car ride to Florida, and it's there. not. It, I thought it was shorter than it was. Actually, a two-hour movie, but it seems to fly by. Mm-hmm. I think it's paced really well, mm-hmm. and I think you have the big, you know, you yeah, have the inciting. In one, inci- kind of. Yes, you have the inciting incident with the woman 
um, getting drowned by something unseen. You don't know what it is yet. Obviously, you know it's Jaws, but you don't know. And then, you know, the ensuing mystery being solved Mm -hmm. of, is this the shark that, you know... And there was just enough gore, you know, to make it, you know, with the girl on the beach being found with her hands sticking out with the crash. Which they, actually, it was a crew member that they, they couldn't find any sort of, like, dummy hand that was realistic, so they buried a female crew member in the sand. Cooper, yeah, seeing her body in the morgue and showing the arm. And yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they really, yeah, they um. Yeah, you really don't see a shark. You see him a little bit when he kills Alex Kintner. You know, flips it over and you see his fin. Yeah, but, but that's about it. You don't really it. see him until the man on the boat when they're in the, you know, the pond. Uh, so they say or whatever. Yeah, the lagoon. When he gets the chews the man's leg off and it drops to the bottom of the yeah you know, bottom. Of the, scene i should say yeah exactly but i even now we watched it last night and i think the movie has held up pretty well um i think it's still pretty scary even though i know things that are coming except for the face that was in the thing i forgot about that um and then there are things that i just didn't watching it now i didn't when i was a kid i didn't realize so we figured out richard dreyfus was 28 yeah and all the guys look older Everyone looks old. I said Quint looks old yeah, as he hell. he looks older than me. And he was <laughs> He's like, 48. Yeah, he was 48. And, and he died, like, in his early 50s. Yeah, like five or six years after that. Yeah. But he was a big alcoholic. Yeah, him. yeah. So, yeah, Robert Shaw. Like Irish actor. Robert Shaw plays Quint. Richard Dreyfus plays Hooper, who's, like, the mar- he's a marine biologist or yep. something. Marine. Everybody wanted to be a marine biologist after uh, watching Jaws. Well, they said marine biology jumped up <laughs> yeah. and shark hunting jumped shark, up after the movie. Um, and then Roy Scheider was 43. Mm-hmm. But he looks he looked older. Yeah, even he was then. a heavy smoker, too. He smoked in every movie he was in. You know. Yeah. And then they said, so in the thing, it said part-time sheriff, but I didn't, there was no mention of him being part-time. No, I well, I don't know. In the, maybe in the, in the book, book he, was? he was. Yeah, maybe, because he was. You know, they made him chief of police, but he right. was kind of like a guy coming from. He might have just been he was there from for New the York. summer. Yeah, type that's of thing what they in the said. Because I guess you know, seasonally they don't need, you know, a big police department. Or yeah, yeah. The other thing I wrote was who drew the shark on the board. Who do you think drew the shark? Do you remember yeah. that scene I, in the yeah, classroom? I, that's probably Quint. Quint, yeah, drew the shark on the with, board and with then the little body inside of it. Yeah, and then put the and or then he that, put I the nails down. Was, had to be Quint because it wasn't that guy with the beagle on the leash. That yeah, was, <laughs> it was all greasy. How uh, did get so greasy? I don't know. And the, yeah, so they the making of the movie. Obviously, they the people on Martha's Vineyard didn't really know what kind of movie this was going to be, and they paid the extras sixty four dollars a day to be on the beach. And to scream as loud as they could. And um, there were people who didn't know it was a shark movie. So when there was a shark, they said there's a shark in the water. People were actually screaming and running as if there was an actual shark. Yeah. yeah, so I was reading about, um, there was yeah, one of the books they, on Jaws. I don't think they were filming on Martha's Vineyard that long. It was like less than a month or something yeah. like that probably. And then there were, like, reshoots and stuff, mm-hmm. but most of... A lot of it was done, obviously, practically, and then there was the fake, you know, fake shark, the huge fake shark right. that they had, like, a partial head of. Right. Well, that's, that's I think, the best part about a mo- the movie that it holds up, because 
you know, you watch the shark movies now that are CGI. Right. Like, Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. <laughs> they're fake sharks. Or Megalodon. They're supposed to look real and they move yeah. fast and whatever. But I think the mechanical shark in Jaws looks, looks better. Well, looks it looks better scarier. More, yeah, scarier when he had Quint in his mouth and he's shaking him back yeah. and forth and he comes up on the back of the boat. Yeah. Because you know, it, it was it was real. Right. You know, right. Like, you know, like kind of, you know, the scenes from uh, Jurassic Park. You know, they had the CGI T-Rex, right. but then they also had the, the giant T-Rex head, um, you know, shaking people and things yeah, like what's, that. Yeah, what's that, his name? The Kermit guy. Right. Jim Henson. Jim Henson, thank you. I was thinking... But they had to build all that from scratch. I mean, it right. was a shark basically on a trolley under the, you know, going by the boat, you know, under the water. Right, which I just don't, I just don't know how they thought, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be totally fine. We're going to put... Shark yeah. mechanics, or, well, like, mechanics in salt water, yeah. and everything will be cool. Well, you read all these, you know, all these old movies. Not old movies. They are old now, I guess. From the 70s, how these movies, every movie seems to be the same. Went over budget. Almost never got made. So many problems. You know, right. The Godfather, you know, and all the right. problems that had. Jaws, all the problems that had. So, you know. Yeah. They, they were testing out a lot. The special effects, you know, until Star Wars. Right. There was no... You know, stop animation. They weren't going to be able to do that. You know, mm-hmm. play figures and all that stuff. But, right. Like, know. I would have thought if they didn't do it practically that way with a real shark, mm-hmm. they they were saying they could have done it, like, on a miniature situation well, and even, shoot well, that. When we were talking about the cage on the water scenes, yeah. they, I think when I, one of the books that I read was they thought they could just take underwater footage of sharks and just... Slip it make, in? Yeah, slip it in and make it look that way, but... It, you know, they had to put a smaller person in the cage right. to give scale to a 25-foot shark. Because great white sharks make it, you know, right. 15, 20 Definitely feet, not as big as Jaws right. was. The big, the big shark. In the- yeah. Yeah. Um, the female film editor, Verna Fields, a lot of people credit her with, um, especially because this was Steven Spielberg's, like, first big movie, other than Duel. Is that what you're saying? The Duel, I think The Duel was, was, was his other was one. Kind of guy like was that the western no 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 it was i think it was dennis weaver was in it he was driving a like a semi truck and this Mm -hmm. guy was chasing him they were on a highway they were trying to kill each other on the i was i didn't see it it was a small budget film yeah but you know all those guys went to school together i guess uh, george lucas and spielberg and Mm -hmm. they all knew each other so that's why they used you know richard dreyfus was in I think George Lucas recommended him for oh, the movie because he was American in American Graffiti. Graffiti and, you know, because if you look at, even I've just read that um, that we're going to have Charlton Heston oh, yeah. for, for uh, Chief Brody mm-hmm. and or Robert Duvall. No, that wouldn't have been. Yeah, they, just, they were just coming off The Godfather. You're yeah. Like, you know, it's like Al Pacino is uh, Matt Hooper. Mm. You're going to need a bigger <laughs> boat. <laughs> And then, this was no boating accident. <laughs> well, they they had to. They said they had to extend um, that scene a little bit before he says his line because the screams were drowning out the bigger boat line. Oh, like people the, were scared. Yeah, when the shark came up yeah. the first time because that's that was like the one of the first times you saw the shark up close like that after the guy on the boat got killed and mm-hmm. it came up. Well, we I don't remember studying like Jaws specifically. Um, in film school, but I had a philosophy class, I guess. And Jaws was part of it. Because I was reading, so it was, it's an example of the superego, ego, and the id, where the superego is represented by Hooper, who in order to hunt sharks, adopts a methodical and rational approach. 
Quinn represents the id, prone to anger, grudges, and vendettas. Brody, who acts as the mediator between Hooper and Quinn, represents the ego. And that was a class at Emerson? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, that, gonna, wasn't, that, that, wasn't all, that wasn't all they taught. But that was like to an, exa- an example of those things. Okay. You know, I suppose. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, because Quint was like a, you know, you thought until he gave that little speech, he was just some goofy, crazy dude who hunted sharks. And then you find out, you know, sharks, he was getting his revenge on the sharks. Right. You know? like, kind of like Captain Ahab. You know? Right. Almost exactly like yeah. him. Yeah, right. And then the book, the ending was different. I should have read the book before uh, I did this, but I think at the end of the book, he kind of just gets dragged down to the with, water. With the, sh- with his, the ship, yeah. Yeah, he's tied around them. The shark just kind of dies from mm-hmm. being shot or whatever, harpooned so many times. He yeah. just kind of sinks to the bottom because sharks sink. They, and takes they the ship with yeah, him. He and takes then Quint down you know, yeah. with him. So yeah. it's kind of like Ahab on the, on the shark. I mean, on the whale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the movie, yeah, the movie itself, I again, I think it, it for being two hours, it goes incredibly um, quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the second half of the movie is just those three guys right pretty much on the boat. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. it. And then they have that scene, you know, pretty famous scene where they're talking, sharing, you know, their scars and, and tattoos and yeah. things like that. And yep. comic what, relief into the whole story of the Indianapolis. And I never, yeah. nobody really knew that story until that movie. And you, yeah, yeah, you were saying that it was just declassified. Yeah, it was like just before this movie came out, I, I read somewhere that the whole, well, then the ship, everybody knew the ship went down, but nobody knew what happened on the boat, mm-hmm. you know, with all the sailors being eaten by sharks and uh, it was a you know pretty pretty scary thing but quint you know the big thing is that everybody knows is he was drunk i guess during the they he couldn't get through the whole scene so they kind of did it in two halves mm-hmm. the first part when they were drinking and showing their scars was one half of it and then he couldn't get through that whole monologue and then the next night he came back Mm-hmm. And got through it, you know, pretty much in one shot. We had, like, gone to Steven Spielberg and, uh, like, apologized to him because he was, like, I knew that most of it was unusable. So. Yeah, they had to carry him almost to the set. And that was, like, a, a movie set. That mm-hmm. boat, It was, like, a screen behind the windows with, with their projected, you know, ocean Things in the back. At and Universal. Shaking a lamp, I guess, from the top. Made mm-hmm. it look like they were moving. And, uh, you know, it was, yeah, there weren't a really slow spots in the movie every every scene was moving everything mm-hmm. that happened there wasn't any dead spots in the movie so to speak and it yeah and i think it does a good job of well one you don't see again you don't see the shark for a while but it creates the tension and mm-hmm. john williams score obviously which they say he um, they i'm just imdb is the royal they but that he borrowed heavily from um Psycho and Bernard oh. Herman's Well, and then that score. made him... I mean, he was now the definitive... Um, John Williams. ...movie scorer after that, because then he went right into Star Wars. He did all those movies. Yeah, Star Wars and Close Encounters right. he did. Yeah, and... he was very closely tied to those blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, it, that's... I bought, and I had the Star Wars soundtrack, you know, on Again, 8-track. I don't know. Is this something he did? We bought, yeah. the, we bought the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Well, Saturday Night Fever had lyrics. <laughs> before the movie yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You know, all those songs were out and say, other than the ones that the BGs wrote for them for the movie but we didn't have uh 
Spotify. Spotify. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. two radio stations. Uh, when I was a kid, you had like one that played. But hard did they rock. play like Jaws on the radio? No. No, you didn't play it. Nah, no, like I don't movie think scores. So, but no, you had some themes from movies. Like you had the theme from Shaft was how. Yeah. The okay. Song. Okay. Had, you know, That's true. And it's just like, dun, dun. but uh, you know, there was they did those, you know, those hackneyed uh, Star Wars mix up you know mashes with RTD. Oh, okay. remember those and you hear the yeah. scissors and it was like a disco version of Star Wars they, oh my gosh okay but the 70s were different well yeah well because they did you know a lot of I was reading on IMDb as part of a marketing campaign for the movie's release various shops were selling ice cream with flavors such as Sharklet yeah. and Vanilla and even a Jaws themed well, discotheque in the Hamptons was operational if you went to the Atlantic City or the Ocean City Boardwalk every Every other store was a T-shirt store, with and Jaws. I bought a Jaws. I had like a Jaws shirt, you know, with the <laughs> shark with the girl swimming on yeah, top yeah. from the front of the book, ironed uh-huh. onto a shirt. Okay. Everybody had one of those on the on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And that summer, we went to Virginia Beach, and I was like, mm-hmm. every time you touch something on the well, the that's ground, what I mean. You're like, like oh, you're like, it's a shark. Yeah. That's like Everybody even was afraid be, of be, yeah, being in the ocean. But you know, then I've read all the stories about the you know you went back and you started looking about. Uh, looking for shark attacks and that they, the shark that was in Tom's River that uh, in, was like but that one, was like in the early 1900s but that was the one right? that Peter Benchley used as kind of like the the impetus to write the book that okay. terrorized the whole town there were people there was three or four people killed by the shark in Tom's River mm-hmm. and um, that kind of gave him the idea of you know and the whole and the the book I guess in the movie in the same way it's the whole politics of Closing the beaches, not closing the beaches. Right. The mayor's the bad guy, and uh, you know Chief Brody's kind of pushed to go that way. The and mayor with the, it. Yeah, the, with the anchors, the anchor blazer. blazer yeah. Well, his blazers in general, because they're all insane. But the yeah. one, that one, and then the one with all the stripes was right. also pretty good. And the ties, the big ties with the big knots. Yeah, you know, yeah. always had a cigarette in his hand, smoking in the hospital. You know, right when, when, when they're both his, smoking. In the right hospital. when the sun goes into shock. Right. Well, yeah, because they were supposed to be more... They cut out a lot of it for it not to be rated... Well, I guess it was what? Well, they only had PG back then. PG it and... It was rated PG. Or R was the next R. one. Okay. So, yeah. So, in order... They had to cut, like, a couple frames from the le- the severed leg. Right. And there was more with the sa- the sailing teacher and this Michael, the son. Mm-hmm. Like, where he sees more of the sailing teacher being oh, eaten. Oh, getting eaten. Yeah. And that's really what causes yeah, the shock. But they had to what, cut that out. Yeah, because back I don't know what the ratings meant back then, but I'm sure that Spielberg wanted kids to be able to go see it. Right. We can't get families to go see this. Well, so, it was you know, the first summer blockbuster. Yeah. There was no, you know, before that, Nothing I don't really know. But, yeah, because uh, an R movie is The Godfather was probably PG, I would think. I don't know. What? Well, really? Yeah, there was no, I don't know. Because I, I didn't see The Godfather in the movies. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like 19, I was a little I, young I'm, for that. I'm, Maybe it was that R. That has to be rated R. But I don't know when the movie rating system came out. Because I know when... Well, PG-13 was created for... Do you know? Uh, no. But Red know, Dawn. Oh, really? Because yeah. I know Midnight Cowboy originally came out. It was supposed to be rated X because of the subject matter. Oh, yeah, matter yeah, or yeah. Like, and but like then X they... Was like, oh. but, then, but then they brought it... But that, that was our... Midnight yeah, Cowboy was I our. know that was. But The Godfather, I wasn't sure because when you think about The Godfather, there was really no profanity. There was a couple, you know, it was murders. Sonny getting shot right. and somebody getting strangled. But the violence was almost well, implied to some degree. 
Sonny getting like rained with bullets and then yeah, but Bonnie and Clyde was the same way. I guess that's but Bonnie, true. They might not have the rating system back then. Yeah. Yeah, but even that was like a that was almost cartoon violence. I mean, well, seeing it was all pretty... those things like you know bursting on. Yeah. Well, yeah, because and they didn't really have and the squids that they had mm-hmm. were like almost black. They weren't. They didn't yeah. look like blood. They look, you know. Yeah, because even Jaws. I mean, the violent and Quint getting. I guess the most violent was Quint when he. Yeah. Chopped him in half and he took him under the water. That was probably the. You know, and you saw, violent. yeah, the cut. The and I was like, oh, this is fine. This is fine. And then it cuts to Quint and his mouth like filling with blood. Right when he's I was getting like, his stomach. Oh, his, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything squeezed and then he's stabbing, trying to stab. Yeah. Him the... But wasn't there a scene? I didn't. Well, maybe I missed it, but where they they cut the shark? I thought they cut the shark open when the shark was being held no, up. No, no, no. It was only it when, was only when they, he was like, you know, they, they, and they didn't show that either. What do you mean? Like the, sh- the opening of the shark? Well, I guess they couldn't. No, they really. didn't. They kind of cut it from the side because I yeah. guess they had the sh- you know they could they weren't actually cutting it open. And it was a, so that was a real shark, obviously. The tiger shark, yes, it was hanging up. I don't know if they actually. I don't think they actually cut a shark open. No, but. They did, from what I've read from the making of Jaws, they were going to have a, they were trying to get a model made of a shark. Kind of like the Godfather with the horse head. Right, but it didn't look realistic. Yeah, so they they just, luckily, somebody said there's a shark that somebody called. And they, like, shipped it from Florida, they were saying. And they were saying, like, when they were shooting the scene, that they had to shoot it really quickly because the smell was so bad. (laughs) A decaying fish that had been decaying for days. Coming from Florida. In the summer. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say, oh, the, I want to talk about Mythbusters. Do you remember the Mythbusters episode on Jaws? Mm-mm. So, special episode, do determine whether certain things were plausible. It concluded that piano wire does not have the tensile strength needed to be used as adequate shark catching line, which makes sense. Scuba tanks will not explode when shot. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so, they gr- fly, like, they, they, like, they did the one I saw. I did see that actually. Yeah. They shot it, but they do go through like center blocks. Like if you shoot the valve off, it'll right. Fly that like a yeah. Rock. The, the the force. Um. What was the other? One? A great white shark can ram a dive cage with enough force to damage or destroy it. Great white shark has enough power to punch a hole in the side of a wooden boat under the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Shark's maximum striking force is great enough to pull the barrels under. But not for that long. But not enough. Yeah, to keep the barrels underwater for a significant amount of time. Um, well, the whole sh- point of it was the shark was like some, not like super shark. Yeah, it but like, like yeah, if, not. It, it's been around for a while. If the shark was twenty five feet long, it's it's been it didn't just show up. Yeah, it's been around for a while. Um, but yeah, and then you know the end really is like I didn't realize. It kind of I mean it ends sort of you and know just swimming back to the. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's like some like it hot a little bit. Yeah. Where or whatever, not some like it hot. Well, yeah, the, and some like it hot sort yeah, of ends that way. They're, they're really only out on the water. And Casablanca. For like two days. Mm-hmm. There was only one, was there one night scene? Mm hmm. And so they were out for, you know, overnight. And, uh, so I guess they go on to celebrate 4th of July in Amity. Yeah, I guess. They go their separate ways until Jaws 2. Yeah. But Rupert never came back for Jaws 2. But Roy Scheider, so Roy Scheider is in Jaws 2? I think yeah, I think so. I I saw up to Jaws three, but I don't think he was in Jaws three because Jaws three was in three D. I think yeah. Jaws three D. So he was in Jaws two, and the, that when he killed the shark. Okay. With 
an electrical wire that like got washed up like it was like the the cable that took all the power oh, to Amity. Uh-huh. And it came up like out of the water from a yeah. storm. And then he like And then he was like banging him? on No, he was banging on it to get the shark like he was in like a, a pond, like kinda of like yeah, a yeah. pond situation. Yeah. And the shark he's bang he's going after the kids. I think in the, I'm trying to remember because I think I saw it once or twice. It's like mm-hmm. Joel's the original one. I might have saw it ten or fifteen times. Like watched in, it. Oh in yeah, theaters. in the theaters. Yeah, and then we saw it on you know, it came on HBO or whatever. Right. But um yeah, he was in that Jaws. Michael was like into sailing, and they were having this boat race or something. And mm-hmm. the kids were out on the thing with a bunch of sailboats, and the, yeah. you know the sharks attacking them. I think that I vaguely remember this. And then he's banging on the the uh, wire that's up out of the water to, to get the shark's attention. It turns around, starts coming after him. He's got the wire, and he's like sitting there, and the shark bites it. And like oh, electrocutes himself and cool. then burns. You see him underwater. That's like, you know, terrible, wow. bad movie. But well, when was that? Like the that was the, the like 80s? maybe ninety seventy. It was, might have been like seventy eight, seventy nine. Oh really? They oh I guess they had to yeah, get they them didn't out. Yeah, they didn't do pretty... them like Spielberg wasn't involved in. No, no, no. And that was one of the things he said. He was like, there. I really wasn't. Well, there's involved. no way to do a, a sequel to it. Right. Shark was dead. The character was dead. The right. main character in the movie. Right, exactly. The antagonist was yeah. dead. It just happens. It's to not like Indiana shark Jones. Right. I mean, if you had him, you know, the last scene of Jaws 1 was him with another little, woman, little, girl shark. Little baby. Swims off. Yeah, yeah. or say. like it cuts to, like in the end of um, Godzilla, where like Godzilla is dead and you think all of the eggs have right. been destroyed because the eggs were laid left. in Madison Square Garden oh, inexplicably right. and there's one egg that's like you know right. so it leaves it open but they yeah they really didn't leave much room for a sequel but I, I I'm sure that was done on purpose he per- yeah, I don't know how much the actors made for the movie I'm sure they didn't they didn't know how big the movie was going to be but I'm sure like Roy Sherry said, if I'm going to be in this movie, I'm getting a percentage of the... Right, of the, ba- of the, <laughs> this of the back movie, end. this I'm getting pieces. Yeah, yeah. Well, of, yeah, because he... Yeah, it could have been, been paid pretty, much. No. Oh, for the first one? Yeah, no. Yeah. And it was and nobody knew an it was independent like movie. Yeah, yeah. so they even... Also. Yeah, even um, Richard Dreyfus was like, this... I think I this think is going to be, you know, a flop. I saw, I didn't see... I, he was kind of embarrassed about it. He's like, oh, yeah. that's when he was going to stink until he saw it. And, and then he was the one who had said, like, in press junkets and stuff, he's like, yeah, I was the one who said, like, this would never work. And I'm glad I was wrong, but, you know. Yeah, because they didn't see it all put together. I mean, all they saw was the shark malfunctioning, and they got maybe five seconds of the shark working right, and then they put it all together for the, you know, the scenes. And the... and there were some days that where they got, like, no usable footage, some days where they would get maybe like an hour or two mm-hmm. and it was over budget like i don't know like i guess a million dollars or something like that probably which is you know back then was a, a lot, lot of money now it's like that's like a drop that's like bottom. nothing but yeah and that you know and so many days like and they had to you know film, out they, a lot of the things he had to do for that movie you know especially filming on the boats they had a you know boat filming from another boat you know, mm-hmm. and uh multiple yeah, yeah multiple cameras right and then um yeah and that a lot of the scenes you see you can see this because they shot day for night where you shoot during the daytime and you put like a blue filter on it when it cuts to like a different perspective in like within the scene mm-hmm. 
that's it looks completely different even though it's supposed to be the same well that time. was one thing you noticed in one after a couple of the scenes like they had different cameras rolling at different angles because there's like a shooting star in one of the scenes that goes by when Roy Sheridan's sitting there with his uh, his gun yeah you know uh, you know he's waiting for the I don't know what he, what happened in the scene waiting for the like you see the yeah. shooting star go behind him and then you see another scene where Quint's standing on the pulpit of the boat mm-hmm. and you see the shooting star the same shooting star going by so they must have like multiple cameras, cameras going at once, once. caught that mm-hmm. yeah well we're you know nearing the end of this but what, what what time is it i don't know we, we like a, 30 minutes yeah i mean we even didn't even get to the good part okay let's get to okay. i i was gonna i was gonna talk about the quotes oh go ahead so right, yeah. no no no. i mean ahead, we can talk about whatever you want no, but i was i was gonna talk about the quotes so yes it is but it's a special edition so no, you true. have input as well um no so i i do this thing now and you and mom are both guilty of it where you will say a quote like three seconds before before it happens in the movie and most of the time they're not even like the the quotes that people no no no, not that i was gonna say it's like quotes that people would think of when they think of jaws like um we're gonna need a bigger boat or i ain't got there's no boating accident i ain't got no spit um i'll never wear a life jacket again yeah or you know that um, no, there was one that mom was saying. What did mom say last night? In the hospital? Maybe In the of Shark City? Oh, no. Yeah. It was, um, I think it was like the way that, um. Oh, when the little boy was crying on the beach? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we said, Michael, don't yeah. the water. And then, no, she was talking about what the, mo- what the mom said. Oh, um, Amity, Amity means friendship. Mm-hmm. With the mayor was talking, uh, um, on the thing. Right. Well, that's like. Well, we were saying, you know, you talk about me getting dropped off at the movie theater when I'm 10 years old. My friend just left there for three hours. But the little boy's on the beach. With no, 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 no one watching People him. People running around. He's just playing in the sand. It's like right. you, you weren't 10 feet out of our vision at any time on the beach. Right, know? exactly. Somebody's going to steal our kids. Right, exactly. And there, did. And there were all these people in, like, full full suits at the beach. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, well the mayor had to be in a suit. It's right. And, and the... Um, um, news anchor, who is right. Peter Benchley, right. you said. Well, they're on TV, but even then, you can tell it was cold when they filmed it because even yeah. people were like, "There's a lot of breeze," and the and the chief on the Fourth of July is wearing a, you know, members only jacket over. His, right, you know, exactly, head. exactly. Yeah, and then um, Richard Dreyfus is wearing like it looks a like denim sw- jacket. Yeah, and, and, and then, then like sweatpants, and he's got a tie on when he's talking to the mayor. But I, I, I was watching that scene last night. I was like, like, why is he, why a tie? he put a knit tie on to go talk to the mayor about a shark? Was he like, yeah, he was going to be in front of the, uh, yeah, the town council? I guess he did at yeah. that point. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's dressed like, you know, he's got a denim jacket on and jeans and, you know. He didn't know he was go- going to the, yeah. To, to go see a, you know, a, a, the, when the billboard was painted, you know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the and then him going, you know, going to the the autopsy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know of the remains of the of the woman, and um, yeah, you're like, what what are you wearing? It was a you know I guess, but you know I'm sure they had some input of their their wardrobe. Co- yeah, wardrobe what they wanted to wear because I yeah 
Not that I didn't think that was, you know, what the priorities were, but I think Steven Spielberg was sort of mm-hmm. lackadaisical with stuff like that. Like, you can just wear sort of what you want to wear. wear. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially with Richard Dreyfus, he was like, you should just wear what you think a scientist would wear, yeah. was what he said. Well, like you said, he was he was a rich kid who, you know, just liked sharks. So right. He was kind of an eccentric character to begin with. With Yeah, tr- yeah, trust fund, trust fund kid mm-hmm. who was like, okay, let me go to marine biology school. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't really need an income. Yeah, so he's like, well, why don't I do this? Yeah. So, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, what else? Um, Quint... Yeah, Quint's whole... Well, obviously, I just don't know how he... I guess it was, you know, he got through the film. But I, like, I don't know how Robert Shaw got... Like, you can tell he's well, he didn't drunk, much, like, yeah, he throughout didn't much longer after that. the whole thing. I mean, he had just come off The Sting, was it, what, a couple years earlier? Maybe a year? When did oh, The yeah. Sting win Best Picture? 74? Yeah, or 73, so, yeah. And he played a... Irish mobster and that mm-hmm. Doyle Lonigan, but that fought. I mean you could t- you could tell what he was saying. There's some scenes where you're like I don't know what you're saying. Well, oh, when he, yeah, well, when he was singing. Yeah, was or it, like, or even even or when he's shark, telling the story. Monkey cage. Yeah. Says, I was like, what did he say? What is he saying? Is it but a like shark or monkey cage. <laughs> or when the guy, I remember going back when your, your uncle Michael. We were trying to figure out. We put it on Paul like. I don't know how we did it. It was probably on VCR, but when the guy says, it's, it's a tiger shark, a what? And he says, it's something about the bite radius. And mm-hmm. he goes, um, oh, what did he say? What was it? I'm trying to think of that quote. Something that Shaw says? No, no, the guys, oh, the fishermen that caught the tiger shark. And uh, Richard Dreyfus has told them it's not the shark, that mouth's too small. Mm-hmm. Bite radius. The squalus. Says, I'll put your goddamn head in there and show you how big. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So bite radius it has, and then he says something. He's like, uh, yeah, I forget what, what we're trying to figure out. But, but you, yeah, but a lot you of spent a lot of time that, like yeah, trying you to can't figure it out. What the people are saying. You, you, you got to put the subtitles on. Yeah, Robert Shaw has definitely got a little bit of a some kind of accent going on. Well. He's Irish, but also I think that. But in the movie, he's not some Irish guy. He's he's. Oh, he's Quint. not supposed to be Irish. I don't know if he was. I, Quint. I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, okay, he was just some guy who was on the USS Indianapolis. Well, he, well, he was clearly he was a U.S. citizen. He, he well, was in yeah. The USS Indianapolis. He wasn't on the. He wasn't from Ireland. He came over right. in World War Two. So exactly. He grew up somewhere. So. Yeah, but okay. So the yeah, the USS Indianapolis story. It was recently declassified, so no one really knew. Right before the movie. Came right out. before the movie came out, right. so no one really knew what had gone on. But there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of like, were met. Usually sharks don't eat people who are living. They like take. They well, ate a lot of dead bodies there they said no well probably there were probably a lot of them floating around but they like you said that definitely there was the records show that like you know sharks ate almost a thousand men i guess it was or something like that so well that there were a thousand were men a and there were weeks. like there were like 200 and so survivors right they were in the water for like a yeah two or three weeks so, so. the people who they said the people who weren't eaten by sharks were wanted died. to be eaten by sharks. Well, that or like, well, they freedom. died from eating, drinking seawater right, exactly. and going, yeah, you, go you know, crazy going crazy. Some. So, yeah. but 
so he told that that was, I guess, ad-libbed most of it. No, no. Carl got. I think Carl Gottlieb wrote. I forget who wrote. It was a well. He was the writer on the thing. I don't know if he wrote the whole thing, but he the monologue was written and he memorized most of it. But he did ad-lib some of it. Mm-hmm. Like, but he did do it and like straight through the second time. I think that's right. What he said. And they only they said he, they only got like one viable take of that, mm-hmm. and that's the take in the movie. Yeah. And he did it like they did it like all night, and they mm-hmm. didn't really get anything. Yeah, it was. I know. Like I said, it was definitely the. It was a turning point in the movie as far as those three guys together on the boat. Because mm-hmm. Hooper and Squint didn't get along. And but the, and he, they really didn't and, get along in yeah, real life. Oh yeah, so yeah. that was part of it. And I think that probably that scene in the in Quint's little boat shack mm-hmm. when he grabs Hooper's hands was probably Quint, I mean, Robert Shaw saying to him, you're a little spoiled rich guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got money, Mr. Hooper. Yeah. Exactly. Well, then they said, like, behind the scenes, he, like, Robert Shaw would, like, tease him, tease Richard Dreyfuss constantly Mm -hmm. and would, like, say, like, I bet you are too afraid to, like, I'll give you $1,000 if you, like, jump off the the top of this boat into the water. And Steven Spielberg was like, you're not going to do that. Like, no matter how much money that he offers you, you're not, you're not going to jump off the the head of this boat. At least not on, you know. Yeah, because yeah, even maybe when the movie's the over, was uh, you know, he didn't, you know, he thought Quint. Well, he knew Quint was crazy, but you know, when he smacked on the, you know, when he beat up the radio and they couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. call back for help uh, if they needed help. Right. Uh, he knew Quint was like out to lunch. He's like, this guy's, you know, now he's either gonna die or he's gonna get this shark. So. Well, yeah, or yeah, die trying. He was determined, I think, to to get it. Even mm-hmm. so, in the be- yeah, in the beginning when you first meet Quint and the nails are on the chalkboard, you're like, okay, well, who is this lunatic mm-hmm. who's sitting there with his legs crossed eating saltine crackers? Yeah, where do you get the crackers? <laughs> where do you get them? And then he's eating them on the boat too. So yeah, like He's got them in his pocket. Well, yeah. So then he's with that like old that like old man in yeah. the rowboat. He's, well, he's probably like his first. That's probably like his first mate when he goes out. I'm sure he can't right. go out on a shark fishing boat by him. Like, no, you need somebody to steer the boat. Basically. Right. Exactly. So if he, that was probably the guy that you know, and they can't have four guys on the boat. Right. Ruin the movie. Right. Well, but, no, yeah, they need they, they need only they had, three. You know, Hooper to steer the boat. They didn't that guy got the week off, and he's probably right. happy. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, what happened to that guy? See, that guy could have been Jaws too. Right, exactly. <laughs> he well, got his revenge. Yeah, and then yeah, and if you, I guess if you think about you know how they sort of. That was Quince Beagle. Right. Know. What happened? <laughs> what happens? Um, well, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Who knows? Probably was. Yeah, no. Well, I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he wasn't. A, he sure was. He didn't have a lady friend. I was gonna say he wasn't. He didn't have any attachments. He's no. like, I can't get attached to anything. He was attached to the sea, just and like to the, the sea, and yes, exactly, and attached to killing the shark, which is yeah, it's it. it you know, I think if it had ended the way the book en- had ended, it would have been way too much yeah. like Moby I don't Dick. Think they, I don't think they had that ending in mind when they when they didn't know how to end it. I don't think blowing up the shark with the well, a week before the movie started, they had no script, right. and no. Uh, Roy Scheider wasn't cast yet, so they had no Brody. They had no yeah, so the no, yeah no protagonist and not not a working shark, basically when they had started shooting. Right. 
So they were, yeah, really flying by the seat of their pants, which they can't that really do anymore. That makes the best movies. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. I mean, and even, like, yeah, when you think about a movie like The Godfather and how The Godfather, they really didn't... They would get pages, like, on the day right. and, of uh, what it know, was. They didn't have the horse's head and they didn't have this. And, you know, look at some of the best planned out movies, like... Uh, you know, even the Star Wars movies after the first one, you mm-hmm. know, they weren't as good as the original because the first one had to work out all the problems with the, you know, the CGI or things that were done for the first time ever in movies and the, you know. And oh, you mean the 70s ones? Yeah. Oh, right. I was yeah. like, episode one? What no, are you talking no, about? no, not, no, the 70s ones. <laughs> I don't consider those Star Wars movies. Yeah. I think I stopped after the, well, it would have been episode four, five, six, the first, I don't know, the Episode one was the first movie after the original three that I saw. And probably you took us one. to see it in theaters. Yeah, and that's probably the last one I saw from beginning to end because I don't like any of the other ones. No. No. But, yeah. So, the you know, and then George Lucas, you know, asked for consultant. I mean, Steven Spielberg didn't really have anything to do with Star Wars, right. but did help him a lot in terms well, of, they were all, you yeah, know. they were all buddies. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, after that, I guess the next one... Indiana, Indiana Jones. Or Close, Enca- Close Encounters, well, Close he Encounters, did. But... Then, you know, Lucas had Indiana Jones, and that's, you know, or Spielberg did Indiana Jones, right? He directed yeah. that, and Lucas mm-hmm. produced it, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And Lucas that's why they got Harrison Ford from Star Wars. And yeah. So I got a guy. And Harrison Ford was in um, American, Graffiti. American Graffiti with uh, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, so yeah. Those guys were around. But if. Um, what's his name had been let out of his Remington Steel contract. Who? We, um, Pierce Brosnan. Oh. If Pierce Brosnan had been let out of his Remington Steel contract, he would have been Indiana Jones. Oh. I and I don't that. think you can or can't. I couldn't see that. No, no, no. I couldn't see that either. I don't think he's like he wasn't rough even a enough. James Bond. No. But what are you gonna? You know, what are you gonna do? But that, yeah. So that's, you know, and then it would have been. I think Tom Selleck also was also considered for um, uh, yeah, Indiana the, Jones. That's the best part about going back and seeing some of these movies is the people who turned down the roles. Right, exactly. Well, again, yeah, I couldn't really see any other person in any of these roles. And I think, yeah, everyone does a really good job. Um, except for the, the woman who plays... Um, Mrs. Alex's Burton? mom? No. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, you know. She's pro- well, we were just saying that all those guys look like they were fifty or sixty. So she, she does. Was t- probably she thirty-seven. Was, yeah, exactly. Probably like even younger 60. than that. Yeah. But yeah, and then so when she, um, she blames Chief Brody. Chief Brody, even you know, even though it mm-hmm. was the mayor, but I guess he didn't step up to the mayor no. and say well, we should close said. the it beaches. Was he was, she was right because he was the one that should have, should have listened to what was in his heart. Yes, but he so she really slapped him, mm-hmm. um, and they did that like seventeen or eighteen times, and there was one point where she like slapped his glasses off, and he was like, okay, at this point, well, you can see Richard Dreyfuss. If we don't have it, does, yeah, he does he's like, yeah, because like, she's wow, really slapping him. Slap. In, like, her, you know, full black, black veil. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. And, uh, yeah. I, and from what I Well, I guess because I haven't... I haven't seen it the whole way through in a while since last night. But I remember, one, I thought more people died in the movie. But there aren't that many 
How many are there? You got you got Chrissy. Chrissy. Alex. Yeah. Got the dog. The dog. Oh, the little dog. Pippin. Pippin. I want to know how that dog got out of the guy's sight and <laughs> he's literally throwing the stick twenty feet on the beach. And well, all of a yeah, but the the water was pretty deep. I don't yeah, know why but, are but why are people in general? Uh, you know, there's a shark on like twenty, and 20, it's 20 feet of water. Twenty feet of water. That's because oh my they gosh. had to get the cameras underneath. Right, exactly. My feet never leave the ground. No. But then, then again, they never saw a movie about a shark terrorizing right, a small town. Right, exactly. So they were Until now, so they were now fine. Nobody goes but but even the yeah. lifeguards don't even yeah out that deep. Even if there was a yeah, and if there, there were a lot of waves, it was like kind of a yeah, it was like nothing a bay type situation. Yeah, which it yeah it probably was because it's further mm-hmm. in into Martha's Vineyard is further in. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but he the dog just disappeared and you know, Dude doesn't even hear him. he's like where is it yeah and the sticks just floating yeah and then um quint no 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 uh, uh ben Gardner. is that his name ben, ben Gardner. Gardner. but he wasn't killed by the shark he was drowned he didn't get eaten by the shark he just drowned in the boat what his body was still in the boat oh yeah that's right so the shark killed him by drown you know by drowning him so because he was in the is the implication the that the shark is like well, I smart guess, well, I don't know. The guy's <laughs> eye was popped out, so I don't know. Maybe he, something happened. He fell in the boat or something. But wasn't he? he wasn't he with other people, or did he go out by no, himself? He went out by himself, I guess. He was okay. like he was kind of like Quint. He was a well. He was, he was the like one that antagonized. Fisherman. Yeah, antagonized um, Hooper at the beginning. Yeah, I think it was the same guy. Yeah, because he had that he hat was, on, and he was the one that was when the guys were throwing the sticks and stuff in there. He, he was like. Sticks of dynamite. He was, yeah, he kind of showed him in his boat. And yeah, kind of looked like the same one. I don't. I didn't remember that part either. When yeah. they're all out together. Yeah, just like thrown. There's like seven or eight boats, M80s like within t- within like torn, a foot of each other. Blood in the water, like right. Off yeah, the beach. like yeah, just like buckets of blood yeah. and chum, like yeah. in between where and, everyone well, else where, is. And they're the one set of guys. The guy with the, I don't know, he's kind of short, kind of looked like Cheech Marin mm-hmm. driving the boat. Yeah, they're the guys that caught the tiger shark. Oh, the okay. Guy with the hat, the heavier guy. They're the ones that caught the tiger shark. Right. So they're so, the knuckleheads that caught the tiger shark. Do you think they got Shooting any of the money? Bows and arrows. I know. Well, yeah, the one arrow that's yeah. in the head. Yeah, what? Yeah. Is that, but is that, yeah, I guess that's what they implied killed So it. how many, so we got, how many were killed? One, two, three, four. Count Quint. Quint, five. Percy, the dog. Mm-hmm. Alex Kintner. And the boat instructor. Oh, the boat instructor, that's right. So, yeah, I guess... Okay. Five. Five. Ben Gardner was a casualty of war. Okay, so, yeah, so he didn't really... Yeah. Yeah, the shark didn't... I don't know, I'm sure his head wasn't just left in the boat. Yeah. His body was in the, in the boat. Because the boat didn't sink, which I don't... Understand. Yeah, because there was holes all over it. It was just floating. Yeah, okay. Just floating. And then, yeah, so then when... Hooper goes down to investigate, mm-hmm. and Mom pointed this out last night, and it's, like, so bright, the water is almost green right. because of all the lights, the lights I guess, has, on the yeah. boat. And then, you know, he it has his flashlight, and he drops, and he finds a shark tooth, yeah. which is, like, the, you know, right. smoking gun, well, essentially. And the funny thing is, my friend of mine, Chris Campbell, another kid, I, went, I saw the movie with him, too. We Shout out. To Shout out to Chris Campbell. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Lives in Collingswood. Uh-huh. But he had a shark. He had a great white shark tooth just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got it from. Mm-hmm. But he had one the same size. It was about what, like big. a museum? A museum. 
I don't know. Like the Museum of Natural History? What, he stole it? No, like bought it. He bought it? I yeah. I sell a great white shark teeth. Maybe or back maybe then not. they did. Or like a replica. Popular. It's a might rep- have been a replica, but it was pretty cool. It was like, yeah. It was, it was like a fossilized one. It wasn't yeah. white like that one. It was yeah. Like a, like a fo- it was gray. It was like fossilized. Oh, that's cool. It had a little chip. But so, yeah, he finds the shark tooth, and he thinks that, again, because that's after the tiger shark, mm-hmm. so he thinks that that's... He knows what size... The squalus, the squalus, jaw size, Mm -hmm. and then so he, but he drops it and Mm -hmm. drops the flashlight. He also drops the the shot of the whatever that shot. Oh yeah, the the, jav, not javelin, but whatever it is. The um, yeah, the 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 spear. The spear with whatever was in there, like tranquilizer or something. Yeah, and why didn't he just have that? Right, like right there. I don't know, but he drops that too. So he's just always dropping everything. The shark came to the back of the boat. And that was another thing too. So the water, I the water in Martha's Vineyard is like thirty feet deep. It's Mm -hmm. not that deep, but I guess they wanted to imply that it was he was it was a lot deeper where Hooper was when he comes down in when he goes down in the cage. Mm -hmm. He is being terrorized by a shark. No one above the water is like. Well, you knows. see the cage getting all yeah, but they're around. but they're like no, they we're not going to bring it up. They couldn't. The shark was stuck in it. Remember, it was pulling but down. In, but the... at that point, yes. But in the beginning, when he was just ramming the cage oh. and it was open, and he had dropped the thing, mm. I think they. I mean, well, it's a we're movie talking about making sense out of them. You know. <laughs> the movie that you yeah, know. they had to you know have do all that. Happen. Oh yeah. Okay. So he drops the shark tooth. He sees the. The face, which mm-hmm. again I don't remember, but I'm sure, yeah, that was a big scare. And then um, he, they talk to the mayor, and the mayor's like, "Okay, well, where is this yeah. shark tooth that I, I keep hearing up. about?" Right. It's like, no, you just, you just made it up. The Fourth of July is so important to this mayor. This town. And the town, yeah, the town, the town makes money, and if not, they'll go wherever, yeah. somewhere else. On a welfare for the winter. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So well, maybe it did sound like the same character. It sounded like Doyle Lonigan. Yeah. The character he played in a, um, what was it? The Sting. In the Sting. Yeah. yeah. So That's maybe, why I'm. Maybe he was Irish. Yeah. Well, I, again, I didn't. I did, his accent was not American. No, true. Maybe so, that's. I never heard him speak in any other way. So maybe that was how Robert Shaw spoke. Who yeah. Knows? I mean, who? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, no, that's that's how he spoke in real life. That's what I mean. In interviews and stuff. Yeah. Of course, he has, like, a cigarette him. hanging out of his I mouth. I never saw him in a, in a couple of the movies. Guns in Navarone, uh, that, the Sting, mm-hmm. so. Well, this, yeah, the, that, this and the Sting are the only things I've seen him in. But he didn't do very much right after this, and he died, like, four years after. Yeah, I think he was in one other movie. I think he might have been filming a movie at the time. when he. When he oh, he was in The Deep. Peter Benchley's The Deep. Oh. Yeah. Was that, okay. That was, yeah, you never saw that? No. Oh, uh, that'll be, that'll be next five. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking of, um, Orca. No, that was, that was, uh, the other. No, I know, but, but, but um, mom loves that movie too. Yeah. Was, with Char- it was Charlotte cheap, Rampling. And Bo Derek was in it. it was yeah. A cheap ripoff. It was, right. Uh, who, who was the guy, um. He was like blonde. The, yeah. He played in, uh, the Harry Potter movies, uh. Oh, he played Dumbledore? Yeah. Richard? Richard. Something? Richard, no. Not Richard. No, 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 no. Something 
Hold on. Oh, my god. I'm looking it up. I'm Stop. looking it up. You're supposed to be a film buff. I know. And there's Richard Harris. Richard I got Harris. Him without okay, there you Thank go. You. Okay. I was going to go on IMDb, yeah, but Richard Harris, Richard Harris is the guy from... Yeah, and it was a cheap ripoff. Right. Well, they originally, before Spielberg, they, were, they had this guy, um, Dick Richards was his name, and he kept calling the shark a whale. Hmm. Well, maybe... And, said... and they were like, well, we're not going to hire you if yeah. you just... You don't even know well, Orca, the difference. Yeah, Orca was out like the, maybe a year or two after. Mm -hmm. That was an okay movie, but uh, same movie, basically. Right. Trying uh, to capitalize on the popularity yeah, on of the Jaws. popularity of fish killing men on boats. Yeah, exactly. And Bo Derek's leg gets chewed off in that one. Oh, really? Well, it was in, yeah. It was in a cast, and the killer whale bites it off. Yeah. See, yeah, I don't remember a lot of that other than like the the whale has a baby that I remember. Yeah, well, that's what that's what got, that's what got him killed. He was trying to catch a whale, a killer whale, to mm -hmm. bring it to an aquarium, and they harpooned a pregnant mother, and they hoisted oh. it up on the thing, and the baby came out, the the whale embryo or fetus, whatever, mm -hmm. and the father's in the water, sees the whole thing. Supposedly, now we're going into another movie. <laughs> the killer whale sees Richard Harris on the deck, and you and see like, it with his eye, and he like you see Richard Harris's reflection in the whale's eye, and then he just swims underwater. Oh. And it's like they have a memory, and whales orc is supposedly mate for life. Oh, okay, and his and the whale's mission was to get him. No cool, matter what he did. Cool. So there we so, go. We covered two 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 no a whale and a fish movie. Right, exactly. One shot the the fish revenge. Yeah, but right. yeah, the yeah the director they had but before. But the whale wins in the end of that. Right. So they. The... And then yeah, I guess yeah, and then yeah, this one that they but they originally in this one were gonna have. Um, A whale. No, they were gonna have, um, the shark get away. Oh, well, then they would have had and jaws too. swim away exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think they wanted to to keep it short. Um, you know, he they didn't he didn't want any sequels, right. but also was like at this point didn't care, and then he was like my next mo no water. He said I'm not going to do any movies involved with water for the next ten years. They won't even have toilets in my movies. That's what he said. Outer space. Outer space, and then Poltergeist, mm -hmm. which no water there. No, but... no water there. Exactly. So, yeah, he's. Do, did pretty well for, but you didn't. Oh, you didn't see the Fablemans, but Fablemans was good. It was sort of a yeah about his movie going experience and how he saw the greatest show on earth. What the Steven Spielberg as a kid saw the circus. No, the movie, the greatest <laughs> show on earth. Oh yeah, I saw it too. It yeah, inspire me. Well, it inspired him, and he saw it in the that. Burt Lancaster was in that. Yeah, the Haddonfield. He's a trapeze artist. Not the Haddonfield movie theater. The, the one that's wait, a the, the Ellisburg Circle. You saw? No, the one that's a Planet Fitness now. What's a Planet Fitness now? It's like it's not Haddonfield. It's like in Collingswood. Maybe it's in. Ha it's that's like where I that saw sort Superman of. Superman one with Chris Campbell. With Chris Campbell. It's a callback. Call back Superman to Chris Campbell. One. He lived in Collingswood. He walked up there to the Westmont Theater. Mm -hmm. Saw Superman 1. It's the Westmont Theater. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Well, that's mm -hmm. where I saw Superman 1. But that's where he's... Yeah, he saw the greatest show on Earth, mm -hmm. and he was inspired to make movies after wow. watching that in the Westmont Theater. Small world. Yeah. Yeah, I did see... I was at the Westmont Theater. I saw... That was probably, like, the next blockbuster. What? I saw Superman, Superman? 1. Right. 
Because I don't think Close Encounters came out until 178. But was that, was Close Encounters, like, nothing was as popular as Jaws until no, Close Star Wars. Because that had Richard Dreyfuss in it, too. That was mm-hmm. kind of a, it was a blockbuster, but not in the way Jaws was. I think everybody went to see it because it was Spielberg's next movie. That was, like, his big next movie. Yeah, but Jaws think, was, like. I think people were slightly dis, because it was, it was neat because of the whole, you know. But aliens. the special effects were different. Right. They had those little, the lights, and mm-hmm. it was almost like CGI, but it wasn't. I don't know how they did it. More like, it's more like... Drawings? No, it was it? like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was film, but there was like, it. they must have had glass plates in front of the film, so the the lights and the stuff were part Being of, projected the, part of the live action. But it wasn't CGI. I don't know how they did it, but well, yeah, they it was kind computers. of like maybe miniatures that they were projected on the screen, but it was, oh, it was okay. different types of special effects. I have to see it. I've never seen it. And I think they had like animatronic aliens at the end mm-hmm. doing the whole hand signal. The, you know, the that wasn't like a little person or whatever. Like they no, did with ET. No, because it was a bigger person. It was no. There were there were bigger people. Oh, like, okay. At the end, of, and then they had like the the lim- the director's cut released again like five years later. Mm-hmm. That showed more of the aliens at the end. Right. It's kind of like a. Now we're getting into another movie. <laughs> it's kind of like it was no, it was kind of like a time travel thing because it was uh, all these people that were abducted by aliens uh, over okay. the years. Yeah, there was this team, these scientists that were kind of in touch with the had were communicating apparently with the aliens, and they set up this place to meet behind Devil's Tower. Okay, and they set up this whole landing base, and what? they returned all the okay. people that were abducted, and they were the same age because they're. They were Time traveling is whatever. light years yeah. you know, light, at light speed through space. There were like pilots that got taken in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Their kids were abducted by aliens and they all came back to Earth. At the same time. They brought them back. Right. And then they took new people. They had these people and Richard Dreyfus at the end of the movie. All these people that saw this vision uh-huh. were the ones that were supposed to be the next people to go with the aliens. Okay. And Richard Dreyfus gets picked at the end. He kind of wanders up, and they they want him to go because he was the one who had the vision of the the Devil's Tower and more to Sure. So they go, and they're, they they go off with the aliens. Okay. Neat movie. But what are the first and second kind? If that's the third kind. Close Encounter of the first kind is is seeing a UFO. Okay. <laughs> Close Encounter of the second kind is the UFO Hearing making someone. contact oh, okay. with you. <laughs> okay. Like you know UFO the aliens. Making contact with you. Close encounter of the third kind is when you leave with the aliens. Oh. Do they explain that in the beginning? Somewhere in the movie they do. Okay. Like, I think they, I think even in the movie trailer they do back then. I was going to say, yeah, it's not on like a little is just seeing, thing with you know, words. somebody seeing a UFO. Sure. And the, sec- and the other one is when, you know, the aliens, you know, shine a beam of light on you or whatever. Yeah. And the last one is, uh, I think, close encounter of the third kind is when. You meet the aliens and they cool. whatever. Um, oh, what was I going to say? So uh, there are a lot of um, similarities, obviously, to Hitchcock, um, including that one. Everyone calls it the Jaws shot, but it's the one um, where the tracking goes towards um, Brody on the beach. Yeah. yeah and then it's um, the camera zooming out while the, the focus while is. the focus is going forward, um, but they everyone attributes it to Jaws, but it was actually I mean I'm sure it was movie before Vertigo, but they also did it in Vertigo too. Um, 
where the camera goes whatever and then it creates that thing but i always thought of that as i don't remember that being from jaws or from vertigo i'm like raging bull Susan i think of Kane. no that do doesn't happen in citizen that, kane no he did he they did the a lot of, out of fo- rack where the, focus where the you can see the kid playing in the snow exactly and, and then the person the kitchen table yes exactly exactly which happens a lot here where you have brody and then um hooper will be like if uh, Brody's in the foreground and Hooper's in the background. So they'll be as if they're both in focus mm-hmm. when in reality they, they wouldn't be, but they, you know, they do a lot of yeah, movie tricks. Yeah, up on the, driving the boat mm-hmm. and Brody's uh, down at the bottom. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What, um, do you have any final thoughts before we... No, final, uh, it's probably... And where it ranks in my all-time movies. I was going to say, yeah, where does it rank for you? Probably three. Three? Yeah, the first two Godfather movies. Okay, one and two. One and two. Wouldn't you consider one and two maybe one movie? No. Why not? Because... What about the Coda version? The what? They ha- Where they cut uh, them, they it, cut it's together. like cut in time no, I period. I never saw that. I never, I never saw it that way. Well, it's like but four no, and a half hours. It's too, because the, the second one's more of a father and son movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, it's, you know, Vito, how he becomes the godfather. Right. You know, the first one's just like Michael turning into this, the, the worst person on earth. You, mm-hmm. know? you can see his transition get into that movie. You know, when mm-hmm. he's sitting there with his legs crossed, when he decides to shoot the, you know, shoot the police chief, mm-hmm. that's when he turns into, you know, the Don. It's right. His personality change. Right. But, yeah, no, I don't, I consider him two movies. Okay. Jaws, probably three. Three. Mm-hmm. And I'm going by, not... Not how they are as movies, but I guess how how they have, they fall in my life. Probably mm-hmm. Star Wars, the first movie. Okay. Because they're the movies I remember seeing. Right. The first time. And like I said, Superman, although it wasn't a great movie, I put that maybe 10, it's maybe just in my top 10, only because that was like one of those that was movies like that the you movie, had to see. Yeah, right, exactly. And then after that, you run into movies that you just like to watch all the time, like Goodfellas. And, right. Um movies that are on you always you know the natural mm-hmm. stuff like that a fave yeah the natural yeah, is mo- another fave movie that's on tv and you stop and watch the scene because you want to see the scene mm-hmm. or whatever. up know. to a certain yeah. point yeah you can turn it on and pick it up and then just turn it off well that's point. well that's what this whole this whole show has been about essentially is mom watching the last half hour of The Fugitive right. on TV. Oh, The Fugitive, yeah. Right. Of course, Shawshank Redemption. Right, Shawshank. Show. Yeah, that's another another fave. Or, yeah, yeah the, the top, Green Yeah, definitely one, Godfather 1 and 2, Jaws is 3. Mm-hmm. They're my top 3. Then from there, you can kind of mix them up. Okay, me. so, does it, yeah. Because I think, yeah, because I think I had asked you and mom both, like, what your... Not not your favorite movies, but what you consider to be like the most influential movies on you. I, like, and yeah. Jaws was well, Jaws, Jaws was in there. If I you remember. go that way, I mean, I never saw Godfather in the movie theater because mm-hmm. I was too young. But Jaws was like the first. That's probably the no. It's not the first movie I remember seeing in the movie theater because I, I looked up when this was out. Grandma and Bonnie took me to see Mash <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> And that came out in like 1971. Uh huh. So you were like distinct, seven, six was, years old. Yeah. And there was like, you know, it was like yeah. the subject matter. You know, first time I saw suicide like is painless. Boobs <laughs> yeah. On the screen when Hot Lips, you know, tent goes up. And yeah. All. But I, she took me to. I, that's the first movie I remember seeing in the movie theater. Uh-huh. Was that? And uh, and after 
after our parents were divorced, my yeah. dad took me to see Ten with Bug Darry. What? Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> so I was like, they're, they're the movies I remember. And Elephant Man, you said too. Yeah, he took us to see Elephant Man in the movies. You know, on scary. Those, what you did with a divorced parents? Yeah. But uh, yeah, but the first movie I remember seeing in the movies was Mash. Jaws mm-hmm. is probably second. Mm-hmm. And oh no, I. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I remember seeing. Okay. I don't know what year that came out, but we went to see that with the Burks, like the whole fam. Me, it, both That's families probably like went 90, together. 90, I mean, 74, right. 73. Right, yeah, we went to see that. Um, yeah, they were the, the first big movies I remember seeing in the movie theater. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then uh, Chris Campbell again. <laughs> Chris I remember Campbell. this. I had to tell, lie to his father. Well, I went to over, sleep over his house for the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, what movie do you guys want to see? And we're like, we want to see Blazing Saddles. Oh, jeez. Like, that was rated R, I think. Well, yeah. But he bought us the tickets and took us to sit and dropped us off. He he went up, bought the tickets, and we he gave us the tickets. Yeah. Us to the thing. But we saw that in the movie theater. Um, here's what you said. You said, MASH, saw it in theater with my mom, and it always reminds me of her. Jaws, scared me for a full summer, and every time something touched my foot in the ocean, I jumped. When did I say that? This was... I, you had I twenty eighteen. Oh, I had asked you. Huh. Um, Star Wars first time. Um, oh, so I'm consistent. Went to a theater in the summer at first showing in the morning and stayed all yeah. day to watch it four times in a row with my friends. Yeah. Saw it over twenty times that summer. Caddyshack. Yep. Still the funniest movie I ever saw. And quote most of it. And then Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. First movie I ever saw with the love of my life. Your mom. Yes. And let's yeah. end on that note. Yeah. Positive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time yeah. to talk time to me flew. about Jaws. I know it did. See, you were you're sp- gonna edit this down. To <laughs> I've, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do some editing. But yeah, again, thanks, thanks so much for taking the time. And yeah, that was Jaws with my dad. Special Father's Day edition of movies my mom likes. Yeah. Let's do it again. I yeah. I think next Father's Day we'll pick a movie. Well, did you, you do the Godfather thing? No, we oh, do the Godfather. Year that might be now. one mom would want to do. Mom would want to do. Okay. I got to do one with her. But okay. yeah, well, yeah, we can do the Godfather. Okay. Okay. All right. Same time next year. Yep. Love okay. You. Love Happy. you. Thanks for Father's Day. Of again. course. Of course. Okay. Bye. Bye.